Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Mother-in-Law Suite. This week, we got a very special episode to me. We got a homie, Sloan, here. We, the, the homie, I've known him since band. We were in band together. We, we, we've known each other since we were freshmen in high school, at least. I think I saw him a little bit, maybe in modal school. I don't remember, but but at least freshmen. Bro, it, 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 we, we, he's been around for a while, but how, how's it going, Sloan? How you doing? Pretty good. Uh, like I said, I, I've definitely been in a in a better mindset than i have been recently but i think uh, yeah i think i'm doing pretty good i think i'm that's good the best i have been in the last couple weeks yeah yeah how was your day today bro what'd you do today uh it was it was good um i woke up and i was a little like aimless and i you know kind of wanted to be productive but i didn't know like what i wanted to do so i yeah. i just uh i made some food in the morning and then i went like took a shower and just tried to like clean my whole room and stuff like that and then yeah. and then I went and I just sat outside and just read and like took notes on this book. Um and pretty much did that for like most of the day. And then uh Yeah. Yeah. Came here after. Oh yeah. What book are you reading? Uh it's called The One Thing. Um it's by I think Gary Keller and Jay Papazon. Yeah. Um it's basically about uh you know removing removing things from your life and essentially defining what is most important to you and what will like yeah. most effectively uh you know move you to towards your goals um you know one one of the things that he talks about is um is you know essentially people think that they can multitask and people think that they can you know develop themselves at like in multiple ways in multiple areas um but really like you end up the mind is a, is a finite resource. So what happens is instead of like, you know, giving your full attention to that progress or, or this progress in this area, you end up just giving half your brain to each of those areas and you end up just yeah. ineffectively developing yourself. Um, so it's kind of like, I, I think an analogy for that would be like, um, it's the same kind of thing with like speakers in a car so if you like let's say you have like you're playing music off of your phone via bluetooth right if your phone's turned at half volume that means the transmission that the, the the bluetooth receiver is getting from your car to send to your speakers uh, the, the speaker system in your car is only receiving half of the information available so yeah. if you s turn the, the information all the way up on your phone, you know, it, 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 so, so basically like since since your mind isn't allocating all of its its space to that one thing, you, you it you, ends you up being it. less effective. In you know, each it's, of it's bottlenecked. Areas. It's bottlenecked. Yeah. And honestly, that's been it, my experience because, okay. you know, like like since I was a kid, you know, I used to always like try to develop myself in like every possible area that I could. You know, I wanted to be like like really smart and like successful in school, but then I also wanted to be like funny and like, you know, pleasant to be around and stuff like that. Um and like I just always thought like I needed to be like like great in like every area of my life and I feel like, you know, even though that that did like motivate me and drive me like to think about the right things, it didn't necessarily make me any more capable of actually manifesting them. And I feel like when I was like spreading myself extremely thin, you know, I ended up just failing in all of the, all of the areas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I really had to figure out how to, how to like focus on one thing at a time and, um, you know, fix that problem, then move on, fix that, move on. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to like notice different like mindsets and things. I've been struggling a lot with task initiation. 
task initiation is a huge thing that I think my entire household kind of struggles with. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of gotten to a point to where it's like, it, it's becoming an issue like with amongst all of us. So I, I, I'm trying to get to a point to where like, I'm, I'm getting us to recognize it and, and things are getting done. My dad, I, 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 I don't know. I said something about it the other day and my dad, my dad was like, you're, you're right. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Like I, I mean, my family kind of relates to that as well. Um, but just in different ways, um, you know, like my family has like struggled with like addiction and like inaction and like just different, um, different areas that like you could like be better in. And, um, you know, some like it's kind of hard to get people like one once people have seen the problem and they they acknowledge that it's a problem you know that's that's one step but that doesn't you know really move you any closer to solving it uh in the in the sense of you're not actually taking the step by by being aware of it so you know how i how i like relate that to my own life is you know i i want to uh you know stop playing as much games and um i want to like be more consistent with my exercise and with like my work hours and stuff like that i want to work the same amount of time basically every single day um at the same time hopefully yeah um and like you know but the hardest part about that is just like doing it once you know what i'm saying like doing it the very first time it's like when you haven't gone to the gym for many months and then you do it you do it the first time and it's like really difficult and it sucks. And then you do it the second time and it's slightly less difficult because you just did it right before that. And you kind of know what to expect. And then slowly, slowly, you know, it stops becoming difficult at all, but really like the task requires the most discipline at the start of actually doing it. And then once you've gotten into it a little bit, it doesn't require nearly as as much effort to maintain. Um, You just have to basically do the work up front, put the discipline in, just to make the task a habit, and then once it once it's a habit, it's easier to to be consistent. It's easier to maintain than it is to break it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the way that I kind of see see like um, allocating like things like that, um, you know so 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 inherently you said games are bad like like or not games are bad you you, you said like um you, you want to focus you want to change your perspective for focusing change on my games habits. and stuff like that so to, to habits to, to to focus on exercise more so over than gaming and things like that right yeah um are you trying to remove like gaming and things like completely out of your life or are you just trying to make it take up less time um i mean so like my first thought was oh i won't remove them at all what i'll do is i'll just like add in the good habits and then i won't subtract my bad habits and you know i'll see how that goes and well, what makes it inherently bad is my question what makes i, I only habit say i only say bad? bad in the sense of it's not really moving me towards something that's meaningful in the long term so okay. so a bad habit would be something that ne- that gratifies me in the moment but doesn't necessarily fulfill me in the in the grand scheme like if i look back at my life i'm no happier today because i i did those things in the past versus well, yeah no versus there are things that are good habits that do produce a long-term sense of gratification 
you know, looking back, I am happy that I made those choices, but at the same time, they also deliver that sense of gratification at a later date than those shorter term senses of. Yeah, but you still sources. have to have a balance between the micro and the macro sense of, of of happiness. You know, if all of your happiness is going to be a payout later on in date, you got to have some happening up front. You got to take, you got to take for like take in consideration like why you like things in the first place because like I've been like struggling with the fact that I like games you know i'm 23 years old i was like told like oh you won't play video games all your life or whatever but the thing is is like video games make me happy and they, they you know it's fun you know i i, I think it's fun if it's, do they, if, if it's kind of, do they make you happy in the moment like are you yeah it's definite it's definitely in the moment yeah. but 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 my, my point being is like that's just one part of my ass of, of my life you know yeah like I just because like my video games make me happy doesn't mean my car doesn't make me happy too. Yeah. Y y y you know, yeah. just because like or food. My point, my the the my argument here, my, my not necessarily argument, but my point being is like, I, I feel like look and try to address like. Uh, like habits versus hobbies and benefit versus versus negative because like if like i said if all of your payout for happiness is going to be at a later date at a micro like sure you can get happiness from the fact that things are going to be good later on but if you don't have any like minor areas of satisfaction it's going to be hard to get going and you'll get into this like negative mindset because you won't have these little kind of dopamine hits to kind of keep you going yeah, maybe so, but like in a way, the only reason I need a uh, little dopamine hits to keep going is because my brain is currently wired for instant gratification. I want to do the work and see the result immediately, and that's what like short-term sense sources of gratification, like video games, like smoking, like sugar, like you know any hedonistic kind of activity. That's what they do. Yes, you get the the gratification very quickly, but you know it doesn't last very long either. And no, it doesn't. Yeah, and that's that's why me personally, I'm trying to remove them from my life, is because I want to be doing things with my time that produce that maybe don't give me much gratification in the moment, but produce a deep, lasting sense of gratification once I actually manifest and achieve those goals. But you know that that's just me. Like I, I don't. Yeah, I understand that. I understand the goal, but what I'm saying is why reach for something so small as in one or the other a, a gratification in the moment versus a gratification okay. overall i'm saying reach for both reach for so, gratification okay, in a, both balance i know exactly and this is kind of the way i i started this but i tried to to like not subtract those things from my life and i tried to just add the good habits into my life like waking up early like eating healthy uh like going to the gym uh in the morning like working throughout the day, you know, working from like from like 8 a.m. to like 4 p.m. or whatever, just trying to mm -hmm. make sure I get in like like eight hours of work or something of, of like actual productive stuff. But, you know, without removing, uh, you know, smoking or playing games or, um, you know, even like sugar for me, I was always like distracted from doing those things. And like, I think I probably did this a hundred times where like, I was like, oh, I want to do this tomorrow. I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to go do this. And then I would stay up late and I would play games and I would smoke weed. And then I would wake up late in the afternoon and I'd be like, well, I missed that. I guess I just don't have to do anything on my list again. So like, I, I really tried to do what you're saying, like not remove those things from my life and still try to progress. And just me personally, like I, I couldn't do it. Like, you know, those things were, weren't just like, 
like I didn't I realized that those things were stopping me from from doing those those other tasks and stuff like that, you know, in, yeah, it's in an, very uh, yeah, practical it, I, ways. I can understand that. And then in the, in the time in the present in the present moment, you know, like it, it makes sense to kind of remove the things that are preventing you from growing. If, if there's some if there's something posing an issue, remove it from your life. Yeah. But but further down the down the road, if you, it, what I'm saying is like if you are removing these things and you're allocating them personally, like if you're removing them in your mind from the categorization from habit or hobby to categorization bad and you're trying to not do it anymore. Um, eventually you're going to have to have something in those categor categories later on, or else you're going to run out of fuel. Yeah. So you know, I'm trying to, 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 I'm keep, trying to you're trying to replace those, that. Those with longer term, longer lasting senses of gratification that maybe don't instantly gratify you in the moment, but they, they'll produce it. Yeah. But, but, but that's what I'm saying is I feel like you have a gratification. You already have that sense of gratifying gratification that you're working for that, right? You, you know, you're going to be working towards these, these overarching goals, these, 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 these things that you see so far into the future, right? Yeah. We, 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 you know, every, every, you, you already like have put your mindset, your, your, your mental mindset to, to allocate your actions coming forth from here to then to to make to make choices in support of that goal you know what i'm saying like you already are like making choices to support that goal to reach that goal right uh, so so, some, so you don't like, have to sometimes i mean i feel like whenever i'm more reliant on those those like different hedonistic activities in my life i don't i don't really allocate the effort i like i'll i'll put more effort into things that don't really you know, that maybe self-soothe me in the moment and make me less like anxious, maybe give me a little bit of joy, but they don't really do that for me in the future. Like I gave the example, I'm no happier today because I played video games last week. You know what I'm saying? That affects me zero. I, that just made that moment better. But am I happier today because I worked on building a business or I worked on, you know, uh, working out and stuff like that like doing that stuff is not as fun as playing games and stuff like that in the moment yeah, no, it, no 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 it, it isn't in the in the long term it's it is it is more gratifying and that's the the type of like, oh absolutely that's yeah like the way i'm but, trying to rewire uh, honestly the best days for me bro was whenever i went to like work and i would come home i worked like whenever i worked my production jobs for two years I, whenever I would work a full day i would get payday and then i would come home and i would play a game that was the best day of the week not because I had the weekend on the whatever, because I got a sense of gratification for doing my work and all did, week long, and then you? I get a payoff after weekend. Did it stop you from doing anything else that you wanted to do? Mm -mm. So that, not in the that's moment, how we're no. different. That's how we're different, is that they did stop me. It, they they yeah, did take my, that, my attention, and they did make me subvert my own desires. In, in but what I'm saying is like whenever you, you whenever you come home, like sure, you said like, yeah, I'm going out and getting getting all this stuff done. Whenever you get home, what are you doing? Um, are you going to sleep? Are you just done? Is that like, is that your full day is going I out? Like to, I like to read. I like to write and like, you know, introspect. So, so, uh, so, so those are, so, so those are the hobbies. Okay. 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 I'm not, so that, I'm is not the, that is, that is, that is, okay. That's, that's what I was asking. I was, I was, I was trying to find the insight as what you were trying to, what you were replacing the short, the short kind of, um, the short-term satisfaction with, and that would be reading a book. That's a that's a sort source of like, of 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 um, 
short-term satisfaction. It can help you benefit later on, but it's, it's a sort of intake for, for, for entertainment. And that, that's, that's what I was trying to look for is like, I I, I was thinking like, if you don't, if you, if you aren't playing games, if you aren't watching like a very monk, like life lifestyle, no stimulation, but yeah, I I was just, I was confused. Honestly, I think there is wisdom in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, there is because, you know, in essence, like by focusing on things that like, you know, maybe aren't as immediately gratifying. Like it's the difference between reading a book or playing a game. Like reading a book is not as fun as like, you know, playing games with your friends. But I am actually happier today that I read that book than I am that I played games with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's the difference is that, yes, it's not as fun in the moment. But as I adjust myself and I stop like turning to all those very instant gratification type things i no longer need that like you know now uh you know i've been trying to stop smoking and stuff like that and i feel like in the past every time i sat down to eat or you know chill with my friends i had like the inclination to to be to smoke and to be like massively gratified by that but you know now that i've been turning away from that and i've been turning around turning away from all those different habits i i feel fine i i now don't I now am not lacking any sense of satisfaction. I feel fine. Like, you know, I, you know, that's, that's, well, that's that, you know, you know, that's, that's phenomenal, you yeah. know, and that, that ultimately it's just, it's just for you. I mean, you know, you know, yeah. that, 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 that was my, that was my question because it, to reach that sense of satisfaction, one must find usual balance. And to me, I couldn't figure out where on the scale that balance was achieved. And when, it, you know, whenever you reminded me that you were reading the books and stuff, I could see how the balance could, could have equaled out and you know you're speaking of your 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 philosophy and i i, I haven't really talked about mine and, and i I'm, I'm questioning you and it's not it's probably not fair because you don't know the perspective of where i'm coming from and it's kind of hard um yeah to just kind of you don't you don't necessarily give have you to my agree whole with thing understand you know? my perspective no i i i i absolutely do and that's that's why i'm trying to ask you so much is because i'm trying to fully understand it it's yeah. not because i'm like challenging you because i think there's a fault in your your mindset it's because i'm not i'm not gaining yeah. gaining gaining the like inside the, the design. energy can feel a little bit is that it's a you know you you almost take on an adversarial uh like and you know th- that can help like that perspective to have someone that really digs and questions you because that makes you uh, question things that like you haven't thought about yourself. Well, I mean, yeah, so, like, and I, I look. I, sometimes that. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I sometimes, yeah, I do kind of like get into that that kind of tone, not necessarily tone, but I do kind of get into that thing. And it's like you said, it kind of makes you kind of dig in yourself, you know. Yeah. So like, I, I, I know the pa- I kind of. But yeah, thank you. Time, yeah. You know, it's just got to be like it's it's got to be more from the sense of like I'm trying to understand, not like I'm trying to teach. You're not trying to. Yeah, that's why I told you afterwards. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes I won't get the same answer if I tell you beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I get, but what, it, I get what you're saying. As a journalism major, I'm sure you know. Like you got to kind of get information out sometimes, one way or another, from yeah. from people. I mean, like you know modern day journalists if 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 you consider like andrew gallahan one um like he 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 kind of puts people in the moment you know yeah he asks he asks good questions which i think is like the one of the most important roles of a journalist is like they don't just ask questions like questions that people might find like ooh, what's what's uh you know what's controversial like what would people like to know but a good journalist asks the questions that people need to know like what does this person have to offer what value in their perspective can they contribute to society 
Yeah, it's it's really neat. I really I really enjoy it. I mean, my my thing is is like, I I I've I see people. I'm friends with a bunch of people, and I'm friends with a bunch of different types of people too. As as you can kind of see on this podcast, at least the audience. Um, every episode's a bit different. Every episode with each person will go, talk about different topics. I I might be a bit different. The person I'm talking to might be a bit different. You know, but I'm still friends with all every single one of these people that's been on this podcast. You know, and and with me having such a just a ver, such a verse pool diversified pool of friends not necessarily as in like race or ethnicity but just mindsets and in ideals and in, in, in perspectives and everything like that it, it allows me to kind of get insights and kind of get 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 these views and gauges on on, on some of my other friends that, that don't necessarily have these an outsource or an insight on these perspectives or something so yeah. i can kind of take it on myself to kind of help people out like um, I don't want to say like therapy, but like people, people always have always, always opened up to me ever since I was like a, like a person. And I, I've kind of like, if I can, like, if someone's in, in a room, I can kind of always get a vibe from them. Like no matter what it is, like what's on their mind. I don't want to say like, I'm an empath, but like, yeah, I mean, in an instance, like I can kind of pick up on emotions, intensities and I, I, I find it often, often or not, I, I can usually find it and find the, find like, yeah, I'm like definitely find what's similar. tense. Not that I can necessarily like read exactly what's on people's mind and stuff like that. Yeah. But without them telling me, but in the sense that like, you know, in times of like struggle or adversity, particularly within my family, I've had to be like, in a way, the person who's asking questions to make them understand themselves. Like I've mm-hmm. had to be like that therapist role. You're not trying to teach yeah. them anything. You're just trying to that, make I'm them. I'm kind of the same way, bro. So the same um, way in my family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, you know, obviously like I've taken a lot of value out of that, like fulfillment. Like I feel very uh, fulfilled by being that role, but you know, at the same time it comes at a cost, you know, sometimes people can, you know, not see that I'm struggling because they can't see out of their own struggle. And, and that was honestly my experience a lot growing up. I had to be, I had to learn to be very independent because, you know, uh, people in my family were, were having way bigger struggles than mine. So mine paled in comparison and I just had to figure it out myself, you know? Yeah. But yeah, bro. I like the way, I like the way it's molded me, you know, I'm glad that I'm, I mean, I'm glad that I'm, that I'm like, I have a therapeutic, uh, I can't have a therapeutic well, energy, like that kind of thing. I mean, yeah, the the way, I mean, you've made yourself malleable. You made yourself susceptible to change. You've been able to change yourself and your mindset to what, what is in the moment, what you need to become. Um, it, Because, I mean, like it, it, throughout high school, throughout now, from an outsider's perspective, I've seen you change multiple times, you know, really? like as, as a person. In what way? Because that's, that's really interesting for me to hear. I just, I mean, as you, as you've seen yourself, you've seen, you've, you've, you've changed perspectively. You're like, I, I, I'm sure, like you said, like you're, you're getting rid of your old habits now and you know, as, as, as you were, and now you're moving up. I mean, I felt like whenever you left your, your house and you moved in with, uh, Long and Parker, that was a huge milestone. I feel like that was a, that was a big thing for you. That was a, that was, that was like this that era's instance of this of of your movement now of cutting old bad habits or something yeah and i'm know? like always like in a constant state of doing that and i honestly you're, I, you're in a state of like so yeah of self whatever of self-improvement but yeah. like i'm saying like you're kind of refining yourself is what i'm saying like you've yeah, changed ideally. but you're you, it's a refining a refinement 
and I think it, it's it's really it's it's interesting. It's really yeah. cool. I mean, that's interesting for me to hear because you know, knowing my own experience, I know that I haven't always been changing for the better. Obviously, there are some ways in which I I improved in myself, like especially with like my social relationships and stuff like that. I used to like be okay with being an asshole, like because I thought that was like what people expected of me. Like I'm just funny and like kind of a dick. But you know, as I grew up, I realized like it's not it's not always like that doesn't always make make me close to people that just makes people kind of you know think I'm funny but that doesn't mean they like me as a person you know yeah and, and I, I that was like something that I realized I wanted to change but you know and that and that was a positive change but there are other ways in which you know maybe I fell uh, more prey to my addictions over time and like stuff that you don't know about you know when I was out living with Long and Parker like you mentioned is like I probably had like my lowest point with addiction my my least uh capable of 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 addressing it and of dealing with it um so it is interesting to see like what how people see me and, and like but, but the thing is as you said you said so so the way that I look at it bro is like even though like those times were still like bad I feel like you are still progressing in your life. I mean, you are still in school, you were learning. Yeah. The the way that the way that I look at life is like Sure, you you can try to strive for the best that it can be, right? But things don't always have to be good and things don't always have to be bad. Like they can be okay or just mediocre. Um, I think I feel like a big thing for me is like contentment, a source for contentment. We kind of search to look look for 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 a sense of just gratification and the thing is is i feel like that's a powerful tool if we can find it and allocate it in in the aspect of right self in, in the right things so if you can if find we can it find, in very low places you can find it in the pits the, of, of addiction as i've experienced yeah exactly but gratification and you know but the thing is things. you you can beat yourself up for for for, for saying it was the, the pit of addiction but look at the time of what you were doing right you were you're going to school and going to school like that was a really really hard time that was the only source it was a source of of, of short-term gratification during this 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 term of long-term like like stress you know this 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 you have to you have to realize there's 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 benefits and there's negatives to life you know and there's always going to be you know there's like if i push back on the wall the wall's pushing back on me you know if i push back on life life is pushing back on me right so so i feel like whenever you you sure if you were if you were giving into your addiction you're at your lowest point uh, addiction regardless of the term it, it's a heavy time but i don't want you to weigh it too heavy on yourself yeah. and kind of change your mindset and view your mindset negatively view yourself negatively for no, that no. because if that's your only coping way of dealing with the stress of school over that amount of time then have at it you know that's just a bad era but you know what you got through school now you can progress with your life and reach that overarching macro goal you know what i'm saying yeah i just i like i know from like my experience and, and i don't say this to like you know uh be a detriment or like you know try to like have more negative self-dialogue about my past or oh yeah no you're good but, you're good bro but keep going you know i know that during that period in my life which other people don't know this is that like there are ways in which i fell short of my own expectations you know mm -hmm. of, of the quality of work that i wanted to, to make and then the quantity of work that i wanted to make and i attribute that largely to my negative patterns my negative thoughts um the stuff that like trapped me in in 
you know, short-term gratification, you know, like, uh, for example, you know, writing an article or interviewing people or going out and doing that kind of stuff. I mean, yes, I do get a little bit, I, I do enjoy writing. I do enjoy interviewing people, you know, so I obviously, because I wouldn't have picked that, that path, but it is similar to, you know, to all the other stuff. Like it's similar to working out in that it's not as fun as, as, you know, partying and doing drugs or it's not as fun as playing games and, and wasting time, you know, but it, I'm, I'm happier that I did it. So, you know, I am, you know, I know, I do know that yes, while I was like maybe declining in some areas, I was, I was still progressing in others, but you know, I knew, I know in, inside that I could have reached even higher heights if I would have, you know, had l been less attached to my negative habits and toxic patterns. And, you know, I feel like that's why it's almost like my, my life's mission, like my core driver is to like, you know, remove these things from my life because I, I know that I want to reach really high heights. I want to, I want to make amazing work and I want to, you know, make a lot of it, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, I understand. And, and that's just like why I'm so like, in a way, um, subtractive with these things like, Oh, this needs to go. This needs to go. I'm just essentially trying to remove what doesn't really matter to me that much, you know? Yeah. You're, you're very, um, I'd said vigilant before, but I don't think vigilant is necessarily the word. I mean, like you're a go-getter. I mean, you, you kind of run at things and you, you, you like I said earlier, you kind of want to just seize the day. I am um, for to, to give you a point of reference. I'm more of like, so, so like I, there's no negative connotation when I say this at all. I think you're an overachiever. I think you achieve too high, highly. That's not a bad thing at all. People can be overachievers and accomplish great, great, great phenomenal things. We need overachievers in societies. Yep. I'm, I'm just an achiever. I like, my goal is to just like reach that happiness level. But I think our long-term goals are a bit different. My long-term goals is more centrified around me having available time, me living a hat, like, like being comfortable, being like able to kind of like, I need availability later on in my life. I need to be able to be available for my family and things like that. So I need to be, pursue, like pursue a passion that not only make sure my mindset is that of available for emotional connection with a family, right? Yeah. Number two, it needs to have, give me enough time while I'm working to spend time with my family. Yeah. And honestly, you that, know, under that, stuff, that stuff does drive me. I mean, the reason why I want to like, like start a business and, you know, thrive financially, like make tons of money is because I know that if I don't do this, like, and this is like, like, you know, a little bit opening up a lot, but like, I know that if I don't like my mom and my stepdad will retire in a very like, you know, they won't have much money. You know what I'm, yeah, what I'm it's, saying? Yeah, it, it, and I'm, I'm, I'm in a very similar state. I understand yeah, completely. I like money so I can have personal freedom and I can do whatever I want with my life and whatever I want with my time. I'm not a slave to some job, but I also want that for like my family. And, you know, those are just kind of what drives me to be an overachiever. And uh, it's honestly kind of interesting to hear you describe me as an overachiever because, you know, obviously I know... Like I said, literally no negative connotation yeah, by no, that. Like no, I say, no. I take admiration by that. Yeah. Like I, 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 I admire you for being an overachiever. But, you do things that I can't I do. I wouldn't say, I would not define myself as that. And honestly, the way that I see myself, 
and the way that I have seen myself, maybe that maybe this is what I'm trying to change about myself, but I, I really, I've seen myself as undisciplined as like a slave to my impulses. You know, uh, I've seen myself as, as, uh, not very persistent you know what I'm, you know what i'm saying well that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to say i th- i feel like that's like kind of like an uh, like an underlying thing of like what i might be subcon- like I, I i don't know maybe maybe i think like may- maybe or do you, do you think you crit- critique yourself too much because if if I mean if I'm viewing you as this overachiever, if I'm viewing you on this on this platter that you that you that you're achieving this, these these great goals or something, I mean, externally, externally uh, from an external point of view, from looking at you, like does it? I mean, does that? What do you think about that? I mean, like like you said, that's like, interesting. I that I think about better. that. Like I know myself better than people outside of me know. So like you know. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, I understand that. Probably in comparison to like some of our friends and just some of our like immediate people, I seem like an overachiever. But I know from people like that I've met out in uh, Orlando, you know, especially journalism students that go to UCF, they are insane, bro. They have like the like biggest grind set I've ever seen, bro. Like they have no limits to to how well how long they can work and how hard they can work, how much focus, you know, and. I didn't necessarily like look down at myself for not being that, but I looked up to them for being that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and I just, I just don't, I don't want you to turn, I don't want you to be a slave to yourself, looking, looking for people to, to, to kind of keep, keep the grind forward. I don't want you to feel bad if you don't keep progressing forward from like, like other, like, does that make sense? So, 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 so the way I don't agree. I, I think I, in a way, I deserve to feel bad for for like not living up to my own expectations, and I don't mean like precisely like I have to meet every single one of my demands that I expect for myself. But in general, well, yeah, it's general, good to hold yourself accountable yeah. for sure, absolutely. I just hold myself. But but you, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like you should punish yourself either, like. Like there's there's things. I mean, no, I mean, I'm but punish yourself. I say lightly. I, like, I don't feel like I do that. You know what I'm saying? You don't? No, not really. Okay, okay. Like, I think I think most of the time I do, every, like, as much as I can to help myself. Like Maybe, I mean, I might be looking too far into it and might be getting a misrepresentation, and that might be all, all it is. And this is, like, this is, like, a, behind layers of th- theory of, like, why we make decisions, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're so many layers deep that I might just be confused and misconceived about something, and I, my apologies if that's the case. Yeah, it's all good. But I don't, I don't um, think you're that far off. I think you are right that like to some degree I am probably I probably have like a more uh demanding critical opinion. Yeah, a more demanding self dialogue yeah. that tells me, Oh, I need to be this, I need to work I need to live up to this, you know, then I probably have more of a demanding self dialogue than most people that we know. But okay. you know, at the same time, that, I don't know, bro. You don't know. You don't know the inside of my head. My head's crazy. Okay. So at the same time, <laughs> that plagues me in a way. Like, oh yeah, you know it does suck. I guess because I I am more critical of myself. At the same time, that's the thing that like helps me and that like really makes. I think. Me, I think know, that's why I relate to you so like, what much. What I live is for because, in a way is like I think you know, I th- always always like cr- like finding my problem and trying to fix it, even if I'm not actually there yet. You know. I think that's might be. I think that might be why. I think that might be why. I just. I think I just relate to you a lot. I think we just think process the same way, and yeah. I, I, like, it, it, I, at least, 
I, I've pro at least maybe maybe I've processed like you've thought before. Maybe that might be it too. I think I don't know. Either way, shit that I do, maybe I just go through it at like an increased rate. Like those thoughts, people. Well, have that's the that's the kind of thing that I'm kind of starting to realize is like people are kind of a big thing that I'm realizing is like we all kind of have the main character syndrome where we 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 only are subject to ourselves for our entire life that's all we have that's the only exposure we have to consciousness to life to anything so so we kind of forget that other people have experiences and reflect emotions just as true and just as passionate as just as intense as ours yep. and it, it's 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 really important to self-check ourselves with that because the moment you kind of self-check ourselves with that you start realizing people aren't as dumb yep. <laughs> as like you think they are people aren't as 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 bad as they think they are they like decisions aren't made as hollow as they as as they are sought to be you know yeah and i kind of have like a clean way that like i wrap that up like a mantra that i use it's like okay yes i have a negative self-dialogue that you know maybe sometimes plagues me but also sometimes helps me so the 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 question that i ask myself is will i let this feeling crush me or will i let this feeling drive me because when that feeling crushes me that i'm not good enough that i need to progress then i i sink deeper into negativity i sink lower yeah. into addiction but when i let that drive me i reach new heights that i didn't expect for myself and and you know that's why it's kind of like a double-edged sword like i i do see what you mean it is somewhat negative but at the same time it really it really helps me and it, it just depends on what i let that emotion do well, yeah you I see what i've been what i've been doing is i kind of like i kind of view my thoughts as like like kind of like tender <laughs> i think i said this analogy before but it's like it's like if i like the thought i'll swipe right if i don't i'll swipe left <laughs> like yeah. you know i mean kind of thing and I mean, I, like, like i say I don't, I don't always have control over over like my thoughts sometimes like my brain is yeah ending me shit it's whether or not I'll let this feeling drive me to be to be better, or I'll let it crush me and make well, me. Well, you're the awareness. You're the awareness behind your thoughts. Yeah, I think you kind of have to believe that in order to like have that kind of disconnected like sense from your thoughts, where you know that you just see them coming and going, coming and going. Mm -hmm. Damn. Yeah, bro. Well, the, I mentioned that you were in band with me. Um, so this next session or section is going to be pretty cool because you are also a music nerd. You, 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 you like music a little bit. Oh yeah. Just a little bit. No, you don't know. You don't like music at all. <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, like no bro. Extremely passionate about rap music particularly, yeah. but like jazz, oh, yeah. jazz more broadly. Um, but you know, rap music is like my whole, oh, yeah. you know, way I like, I, I think I literally thought this today and I, I guarantee you, I think this like if not once multiple times a week and it's like music restores my will to live like every like i thought that this morning i thought that you know last week i think i've thought that every single week of my life since i got apple music like legitimately yeah. <laughs> ever i mean music music plays a big part of my life i i i mean it's definitely rejuvenating it uh me i mean like i said I, I'm pretty sure we both played instruments since we were six years or six, not six years, but in, from sixth grade, like to, to our yeah, senior year in high school. Earlier. And then uh, you, you, you're earlier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my dad, like he plays guitar and he plays piano and like, he was oh, always yeah. trying to teach me that stuff ever since like I could remember, like, you know, as early I tried to learn guitar when I was pretty young, but I didn't do very good. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the same place I'm at. Like I understand them very conceptually. You know, I, I know exactly how they work, like how a fretboard yeah. is laid out, you know, how that compares to like how a piano is laid out 
You know, mm -hmm. he taught me certain things about it, like, oh yeah, you could see the keys of the piano on a fretboard, but they're all like skewed by like a certain amount of, uh, you know, digits or whatever. Different things like that, that like I still retained, but I can't really say that like, oh, I can still play the guitar. You know what I'm saying? I just really yeah. understand them kind of intuitively because I was exposed to it uh, a lot as a Okay. Oh yeah, bro. No. Well, do you have any, uh, do you have any music recommendations? Hmm. I have a lot. Um, I'd probably have to pull something up, but that's fine. But pull them up. Talk about them while you're pulling them up. Yeah. Hmm. We can't listen to it, but we can talk about them. No, no, I understand. Uh, you sent me, you sent me, um, a little um, inspired thought about these artists because I definitely have thoughts about them. Honestly, what I love about rap music is, you know, there are a lot of like underground kind of, and what I would say, not very good rappers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I think that's a good thing, honestly. Like, because every once in a while, every once in a while, you find a rapper who's underground, who doesn't have very much recognition, but is, has talent, is a really amazing yeah. artist. And that's what, like, what I love about rap music, what I love about looking and just searching through different playlists that people make. And even it's just the small amount of raw talent that you can find within yeah, like the individual person. I find a song or I find an artist that just has absolutely no recognition. Bro, and and it really you know it inspires me i'm like this this i want to i want to tell all my friends about this person this person's amazing you know what i'm saying like there's this guy i met in a uh, in like a facebook group a long time ago and he like has this band it's called avocado haze it's like this math rock band and it was like super small when he first started it and it like is starting to reach like like a few thousand people like it's starting to like kind of catch up the dude, it's it's pretty cool yeah like, that's, I, 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 like one of the things i love about music is you know finding someone who like finding like there's a, more yeah. recognition you know a diamond in the rough yeah <laughs> bro you sent me the um what was his name um goya gubani goya. yeah goya gubani yeah yeah tell me about him because i i've listened to like a, two or three songs off that album i haven't I listened to the full dude. album yeah. yet honestly so like here's my past with music my dad, you know, he would always like play for me like different like piano, like jazz artists and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Like, like, you know, fucking <laughs> just growing up, like probably the earliest music that I can remember was like jazz music was like stuff that my dad was putting me on and like even mm -hmm. blues and stuff like that, like Motown shit. And, you know, as I grew up, I realized that like my generation in general is not very keen on that stuff, but like like the reason why i joined band back in the day i didn't want to be in concert band i only wanted to be in jazz band because i i just genuinely love jazz music and you know even when i got to high school and i, I don't know how, how if you've heard this story but uh you know i only was in high school band because i wanted to be in the jazz band and when uh when i started having a class setup that stopped me from from being able to like be in jazz band, I literally just quit. I just was like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna do this shit anymore because that's the only reason I'm in it. So like that is something that like very is like very important to me. And you know, some sometimes, like I said earlier, you find an artist that like captures an emotion and energy that like you remember, like like, oh yeah, this is that this is that feeling that like this kind of jazz music gives you. And you find that in like rap artists and different genres and stuff like that. And you know talking specifically about Goya Gambani, you know, he's like very, like honestly impressive and, and important to me as like, as an underground artist. Like, I don't think any of my other friends listen to him or anything like that, but 
he he embodies like an energy that like i it's almost nostalgic to me you know there's there's a few song a few bands that like really kind of itch some spots that others can't for me yeah. um there's um there's this band called um god what is their name it's 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 not jizu it is um yokyo or Gyokyo. so j y g jico jico oh j y o c h o sorry there we go jico i was right i just didn't remember how to spell it um their album like it's all in japanese so i can't really pronounce the album names but the album with like the green ball circle in the field bro it, it all of their music it, 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 it kind of inspires this kind of like peace kind of tranquility but it all it also kind of gives this sense of like urgency and like like um or, or articulation like or, or it's very articulate it's not necessarily um not musically but but as in like in, in the way in the, in the way it like makes you feel whenever you're listening yeah. to it so I, so it kind of gets you energized and kind of gets you i really love about music too is that like sometimes music will really embody the emotion or the feeling that you're having but other times it'll embody the emotion that you want to have and that you're not feeling it'll like po pose a stark contrast between how you feel and how you how you'd like to and uh you know i see that like a lot whenever i like go to the gym and it's the morning time and you know I want to have more energy and I want to have more drive and I'll put on, I won't really put on like jazzy rap. I'll put on like kind of harder, like just trappy shit and stuff like that. Um, you know, because it's different from how I feel because it, it changes the way I feel. And then other times there's like a certain wistful kind of like, you know, introspection, um, that kind of mindset that I'm in. And then, you know, jazz, jazzy type rap and stuff like that will more, you know, will just fit the way I'm feeling. It, it won't necessarily change the way I feel, but that's, that's yeah. what I love about it is that, you know, there, there are many purposes to it. Yeah, bro. There's another one, Yusuf Days. He's a, I, I've mentioned him a few times on the podcast. He's a, um, this underground London-based jazz drummer. The dude plays like it, it's insane. It's like drum and bass, but he's just playing the drums. The dude's sick. Um, then another one I've been listening to recently, Lewis Cole, bro. Uh, he he's part of nowhere um he's pretty well known and like the higher up like like music theorists so like jacob collier kind of probably might know him about him uh, like like within that weird like kind of group of musicians you know um um subcategory but it, it's really cool he, he, um here recently i've been listening to a lot of uh denzel's new album i think that was really good um I haven't really been listening to much rap. Uh, like probably my favorite, my favorite rap album is probably like, um, either acid rap or, or, or section 80. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to say like my favorite, like I have favorites, you know, but I don't yeah. really have like an individual favorite, but I would say like albums like acid rap and yeah, like Kendrick stuff. Um, finding that early on in my music, like journey like when i got apple music probably the first or i mean i guess i didn't listen to acid rap on apple music because it wasn't out yet then but i listened to it like on soundcloud when i was like you know 12 years old my brother like put me on you know like yeah. 13 or whatever um 
and you know it kind of like taught me like what good rap music is like the, one of the first albums that i got when i got apple music was damn by kendrick that was back in like 2017 hmm. and you know that like almost set the bar for like what amazing rap music was and then you know as i found more artists i kind of had like this you know oh you know i don't like mumble rap kind of like rap puritan perspective and then you know people like uh like brandon iliana um brady like all all the people that we grew up with they listened to totally different types of rap because they didn't grow up with the same kind of influences that i did and it kind of made me more accepting to you know to not like hate mumble rap to like enjoy fucking motherfuckers like lil pump or you know just people who people who seem like not very deep in their lyrics like i got the value of it even even when i did it as a like as a younger person i was more judgmental of it um but like even though like those rap those rappers like Chance the Rapper and Kendrick and J. Cole set the bar really high, you know, those those experiences taught me like, oh yeah, you know, there is value in someone who isn't maybe isn't very good right now, but they have potential. Um, well that was uh, something that was happening earlier. Like Ileana wrote something earlier and she was kind of rapping it for me that she wrote and it was like it, 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 there was a concept. It was like pretty she she said I think it was like her words or something. Vernacular wasn't there. Like she, she said, like, it, yeah, bro, I, I don't know. She just said that there was just words. Yeah. She really said like, that there was just the words. time I get in my car. I freestyle to like beats that I'm listening to. See, I can't freestyle. I'll write poems. I wrote one. I, can't I don't know that well either, but like sometimes, you know, after doing it like a million times, you'll like stumble upon like a topic that will be like extremely truthful you know like yeah i'm like i'm not just trying to sound like a rapper i'm saying something actually from like my, my heart like you know this is truthful and then once once i like stumble upon that kind of like rap then then for the first time i'm like wow this is actually pretty good because i feel authentic you know i feel like whoa i'm i'm saying yeah. some shit you know yeah i mean i wrote i wrote this poem like a few a few months a few months ago maybe like lyrics or something bro i can't i can't see i can't come up with shit like super fast like i can't freestyle but if if you give me like a pen and paper i can write stuff down yeah said we live in a world filled with people from the future crafted by the past with the garbage truck looking for the next stop coming up the street picking us up us me you the people of this earth trying to find a path roads are all i see when i look out the back of the truck speeding to the next stop to drop us off decomposing we are decomposing giving back to the truck coming up from in the future from the past giving the truck gas looking for some ass to stop this temporary wait i mean non-dairy glass of milk to drink this world got my stomach fucked up enough or fucked up enough i think you just need you to work see. on the delivery uh and then it'd yeah be i mean pretty all right i mean <laughs> yeah i mean that's not even done bro i see you see the yeah i mean like yeah bro i mean the i i my stuff like i actually like this is something i was like just like kind of like i guess rapping about but um it was like it was it was just like a couple lines and like there were lines that once i said them i was like oh yeah i'm actually that's true you know i'm not i'm not fucking like trying to sound like a rapper um and like mine was like stuck inside my family's ways i can't really explain it uh nights spent running from pain just trying to get faded you know yeah wondering what i'm doing in this lifestyle that i created you know like and like once i say that i'm like dang bro i'm actually i'm that's true like you know yeah and that's that's what I love about rap music too is that you know you sometimes I'll find an artist and you know that what they're saying is their real experience and even even better sometimes you 
have experienced similar things you know yeah they're articulating something that you never really put into words and they're doing it in a cool way hell yeah yeah bro that's i feel like i kind of feel the same way about metal but instead of the lyricism it's it's more the music like like it's more of their 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 uh the way they play their instruments or something yeah like it's it's the the, the, the atmosphere it's hard for me to like get into metal because like i feel like a lot of it has like a very like in a way angry like rageful like energy um and maybe that's just like my outside perspective as someone who doesn't really listen to it that much but like just whenever i go from like my type of music that i listen to like you know kind of like old school like lo-fi hip-hop and stuff like that and then i go to metal it's like you know it's just it's it seems like an emotion that i can't that i don't i rarely feel is like that i don't yeah it's yeah, it's 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 a bunch of energy. Um, I I don't know. The th- whenever I listen to metal, I don't really feel energetic. I just like I'm not gonna lie. Some of my best sleep I've gotten listening to metal. Like, I think it's because I just it's like enough stuff to go on to kind of keep my mind satisfied while I like work on something. So like I'm not maybe so my mind's not bouncing yeah, around. Yeah, I find it distracting like, if I'm working. I don't know. Like, I have to listen to like almost stuff. Like sometimes I can't even listen to rap music that I know the lyrics to because I'll be like kind of expecting like a certain line to come up. Well, so like I'll just put on some like playlist that's like some. Genre. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Is I feel like I feel like metal does that because I I, I can't expect what's happening because it's just like noise. Does yeah. that make sense? I don't know. It might be. Maybe not. I don't know. But I mean, at the same time, I really, really just enjoy it as as for what it is. But yeah, I feel that I just I I don't think like I had that influenced into me. Like my dad, you know, he wasn't he is into rock music and stuff like that. But you know, yeah. he's not into metal or anything like that. He's more into like classic southern, or like even earlier forms like you know sixties like The Doors and you know like that yeah. kind of rock. You know, yeah. it's it's like a different kind of. We don't even see that as classic rock, but really they're the people that created the shit um but yeah so like you know i just don't think i had like that those kind of influences um and i never gravitated. i mean it was a bunch of my friends it was it was a bunch of my friends that uh they, they got me in on it i mean it is it it i i like i don't get me wrong i like every other kind of music i listen to i used to listen to middle school i listened to like monster cat and edm and i still do yeah. to this day i listen to a ton of cohen sound and i still listen to that and, too like just monster cat albums and whatnot music just all of it i mean i listened to like a bunch of uh like like uh, the offsprings back in middle school and like i listened to a bunch of like irish metal like i or irish jig music like i listened to like irish folk music i don't know why like like (laughs) hey bro i don't don't ask me i i couldn't answer you but it was it was fun it was funny yeah. but all right bro i i appreciate you coming on here sloan is there is there i mean is there anything you want to plug do you want to plug something if you want to plug a social media if there's a topic you want to address before you leave if there's anything you want to say uh, no um, anything you want to do the floor is yours follow me uh my instagram is sloan snyder s-l-o-a-n-s-n-y-d-e-r sloan snyder um but other than that yeah i'm pretty good oh yeah bro thanks for coming on i really appreciate it this was a this was a very good podcast this is kind this is a lot of like what i was really looking forward or looking for this podcast to be kind of about it's just kind of like us having people having some conversations some deep conversations and just trying to self-progress you know just trying to move some that's move always forward. the level i try to interact on i, I you know i don't i don't like to have like very uh I don't want a hollow conversation. Exactly. I want some. I want. I want something sustainable to come from the, from talking to me. Yep. So, 
Yeah, bro. Absolutely. Thank you. Something sustainable came from you. Oh yeah. I think we learned something. But <laughs> but yeah, no, bro. Um. All right, audience. I guess that 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 means it's time for you guys to get the fuck out of here. I don't want you here anymore. We don't we don't we don't abide by your your laws. This is my house. This is my turf, and I'm saying get out. <laughs> well, uh, so, uh, but jokes aside, thanks thanks for listening. We'll I'll try to see you next week. So adios, uh, Avida uh sayonara, uh, Avida Zen. What is Avida Dechi? Whatever. Idi and Lahui uh sayonara adios ciao is there any other ones i'm missing peace peace there it is there we go